This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com. Life is back on sports bettors, and BetUS has your MLB, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code DSP125 or 200% bonuses using crypto with the promo code DSP200. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Jeff Fidoff joining you Thursday. Got a big game coming up for the Buckeyes this week. Wanted to talk to you first about the game last week against Minnesota, the 45-31 win for Ohio State. Um, the Buckeyes did look sloppy at times, especially early on. I never felt like they were in danger, though, of losing that game. And if I'm Ryan Day, that was actually not the worst result because it gives the Buckeyes, gave them a lot of things to work on to prepare for the Oregon game. They did enough to where they showed some dynamics on offense, and the defense had some big plays, although they did get beat up a little bit. We'll talk about that more uh, later on. But Ohio State, though, this gives Day a chance to say, look, guys, <clears throat> you're not, you know, you can't walk in and just think you're going to roll everybody that you play. Tough environment on the road against Minnesota. Great for a freshman, uh, retro freshman quarterback, C.J. Stroud, to get his first real action um, where, you know, the Bulls are flying at him. So the fact that it was a 45-31 to 31 game, Ohio State had a lot of positives, a couple of negatives, things to work on, help to get refocused this entire week for the Oregon game. And I also love the fact, I've always loved this, and Urban was smart about doing this sometimes too, but um, they got two extra days to prepare for Oregon. Oregon only had the week to prepare. Ohio State's got two extra days because of the Thursday game. Works in the Buckeyes' favor. That's all great. So game played at noon Eastern time on Saturday, 9 a.m. Oregon time. 9 a.m. Oregon time. That's a big deal. That's significant. The Buckeyes have won all nine times they've ever played the Ducks. And C.J. Stroud, who I mentioned, he was the Big Ten Freshman of the Week, threw for 294 yards and four touchdowns. Struggled early. Early, what you would expect him to do. He's a redshirt freshman quarterback, first time as the guy, and he played in front of a crowd uh, that size probably ever, and certainly hasn't played in front of a crowd of any meaningless or meaningful size since high school. So. He comes in, did look a little bit off early on. Ohio State's offense felt very vanilla early on. They had a lot of the RPOs, and uh, you know, and he, he had some option plays where you could see he was either hand the ball off or run around the end to keep it, and rarely did he run around the end to keep it in the first half. It was very, very vanilla in that first half, but came on strong in the second half. The weapons at his disposal – are going to help the Buckeyes dominate the Ducks. I'll give my prediction tomorrow, but I I predict a big game for this Buckeye offense. Let's take a closer look at the Ohio State um, offense and how uh, where they're at right now. The offensive line against Minnesota, and I know Minnesota's not an elite defensive team, but they had a lot of starters back from last year's team. But the O-line protected Stroud. He was never sacked in the game. And the Buckeyes had just one play, a single play, go for negative yardage. And as far as the running backs go, Travion Henderson, Mayan Williams, Master Teague, they all ran well. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, they combined for nine receptions for 197 yards and three touchdowns. So the Buckeye offense, I think, as a whole, despite the slow start, they showed you how many weapons they've got and how relentless they are. And that's going to um, 
pose problems for any team they play this year, especially if a team has a suspect defense. Oregon's defense shouldn't be suspect, but they were fortunate to escape with a 31-24 win over Fresno State last weekend. Jake Hayner, the Bulldogs quarterback, completed 30 of 43 passes for 298 yards. Now, Hayner's a senior quarterback. He had some big games in his career so far. Uh, last year, he passed for 485 against Nevada in a game. He also had a 422-yard game against Utah State. So he's not a slouch. For, but for him to be able to do that against Oregon, in a season opener where Oregon had ample time to prepare, they had, it's like this was a short week for them. They had the entire offseason. I know you focus on other things throughout the year. I'm, I'm sure they did some Ohio State prep work throughout the offseason, just like you would expect them to do. But they had a lot of time to prep for this game. And for Fresno State to be able to be in that game and force Oregon to rally to come back and win that game, you know, it tells me a lot about Oregon's, maybe their depth because they lost a, a key player on defense we'll talk about in just a moment. But And the fact they only were able to, this, this vaunted Oregon offense is supposed to be, they had thirty-one. They had to struggle to get thirty-one points against a Fresno State team, and had to rally to do it. Now, the fact that you've got Hayner throwing for all those yards against this Oregon team that had all this time to prepare for Fresno State, and if I'm C.J. Stroud and Ryan Day, I can't wait to line up against Oregon's defense. Now, Oregon's defense—it's there's a key player who's going to determine how good that defense will be, um, and that is Kayvon uh, Thibodeau for. Oregon, the all-world edge defender, who's also a potential number one pick in next year's draft. He looked really good early on, but got hurt in the first quarter, had to leave the game. He was seen later on on the sideline in a walking boot. If he, Right now, uh, Mario Cristobal, the head coach for Oregon, he's calling him day-to-day, and he's, but he is, does sound optimistic about the fact that he'll be able to suit up for the game. But if he's 100% now, if he's 100%, say he's completely healthy, that makes a difference. I still think Ohio State's offense will have uh, plenty of scoring opportunities. But he can make that kind of a difference in the game if he's 100%. If he's less than 100%, if Thibodeau is not 100% healthy, I think the Ducks' defense is in big trouble. Now, Minnesota's defense is not supposed to be as good as Oregon's, but Ohio State's offensive line, with all the, with the new stars they've got there, if they can continue to run an offense, and Day is really good at putting the, the, the Buckeyes in situations where the quarterback doesn't get pressured, where Stroud can make quick decisions, and if he's making those decisions quickly like that and cannot allow Oregon's defense to penetrate, and he can get the quick outs, so with the speed Ohio State's got on the outside, um, the, the ability for Ohio State to, um, to not give Oregon a chance to touch Stroud, if Ohio State's offensive line can repeat that, this game is going to be, uh, I know it's been touted as a you know couple of teams in the top 10 potentially playing early on, a statement game for Oregon. Uh, look, I, I thought before the season this might be Ohio State's toughest game, but now after watching what Oregon struggled last week and how Ohio State played the second half against Minnesota, I'm not convinced that this is Ohio State's toughest game this year. I'm more worried about Penn State down the road, potentially Michigan State, games like that, the Big Ten games, than this Oregon game. The Pac-12 is notoriously overrated. You know, with the alliance coming now with the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC, whatever that uh, fairy, phantom, whatever makeup alliance is going to be, we don't know yet. It's all make-believe right now as far as they haven't come into real strict details about the scheduling. But I'd love to see the Pac-12 be better. I would love for Oregon to be better. But I just think this will end up being a big win for Ohio State. Uh, Tomorrow I will come back. I will break down the Ohio State 
defense against the Orbach, kind of the landscape of where um, the, the top college football teams are now and where Ohio State and Oregon should be ranked. And like I said, I'll give my prediction tomorrow. But thank you for tuning in. This is the Buckeyes Daily Blitz. I will see you tomorrow. Jeff Tito Fitoff, at Fit Happens on Twitter. Look forward to hearing from you.